Welcome to 30 Minute Reviews. I am Adam. Um, so, I read an article the other day. I, I went with the Mashable or Looper or Butt Culture or... Let me, let me rephrase. I read a listicle the other day from one of these nonsense websites. And it was like, top rock ripoffs of all time. And if you've listened to this show over the course of the last almost 300 episodes, it's very infrequent that music comes up as a topic. Um, but here we are. Uh, because when I when I read this article, there was one that stuck out to me. Because there's always a few that are like the staples for this. And then there was one that said that Green Day ripped off themselves in their newest album, Father of All... I want to say it's like Father of All Motherfuckers, but because it's like they they can't have that on the cover for sales purposes, they can't... I remember reading that somewhere, but I don't know. Either way, the newest album has a song called Sugar Youth, which is a ripoff of She's a Rebel. And I... Here's the thing. There is not a single song on Father of All that I like in the slightest. Um, Ready, uh, Ready, Fire, Aim, and Father of All, if you played the two of them without lyrics, I could not tell them apart, um, to the point where they were playing back-to-back once, and I didn't know that one ended and the next had began, because they sound so similar. Um, and that, that's a problem. Um, and a lot of their music kind of sounds derivative of itself. It's like Green Day has a has a sound that's very Green Day, but at the same time, because of that, a lot of their music kind of sounds the same. Um, and I think that part of the problem with this is Sugar Youth, when I listen to it, it's, it's not a great song. And that said, She's a Rebel isn't a great song. She's a Rebel is just a not great song on a fantastic album. Um, because American Idiot is probably one of the greatest rock albums in my opinion. Definitely in my lifetime. Um, but in my opinion, it's one of my favorite. It's, it's one of my personal favorite rock albums. Um, but there is something that Green Day does do that makes Sugar Youth so that really accentuates it. Number one, Sugar Youth also borrows lyrics from Peacemaker, which is like, I got a fever, a non-believer comes from Peacemaker. And I think the thing that really sets you, makes you think oh, this is reminiscent of, um, uh, She's a Rebel, is that the word dangerous is used on a similar downbeat, broken down dangerous, like that, into three syllables where it's like, which, I mean, it's the correct way to pronounce it, but the way it is on the, on the song, you, you can kind of, there's a similar sound to the two of them. Um, but that's not the point I'm trying to make. The point I'm trying to make is, um, this hippo ass is getting our way. Uh, sorry, I'm driving as usual. Um, here, here's the thing. Um, they do have a, a thing where every song that Green Day releases about a girl is basically describing the same girl who I'm going to refer to as Maria because the first song that I was introduced to that introduced this type of girl was the song Maria, which I don't know which album it came off of, but it definitely came off of, um, International Superheads, um, back in, I want to say 2001, um, and every single one of them is kind of just a punk rock version of the, the Manic Pixie Dream Girl, 
um, it's the ideal girl of the band, kind of collectively. And it's like when you listen to Maria, she, um, she's a rebel, extraordinary girl. Um, I guess to an extent, what's her name, but not really. Uh, Lasky American Girls. Um, there's another one on 21st Century Breakdown that I'm forgetting the name of. There were like three across Uno, Dos, and Trey that, you know, that were, that did that. Um, where like they all described the same girl who's like the stereotypical anti-establishment, anti-government, anarchist punk girl. Where it's like, it's, it's the same thing over and over and over again. And that really is fundamentally, I think, a problem with the way Green Day kind of portrays women in their music. And it's like, you know, and, and the other thing too I want to address with this album, this is a quick, like, you know, sidebar, is that um, they had a big marketing push when this album was first coming out. Like, we don't use auto-tune. And it's like, you're three guys in your 50s who do not sound anything like you did in the 90s or early 2000s, um, and you are using so much auto-tune to keep the illusion that you're still young and hip and, you know, cool, that it doesn't, it just sounds weird, um, and so, like, all this, we don't use, like, it's just pure rock, it's like, no, you, you, there's so much auto-tune on this album, and even on Uno, Dos, and Trey, which I think were a three, three, oh no, Revolution Radio, too, which was just atrocious. I could not stand Revolution Radio. Um, but it's just, it, um, it, it's just, I don't quite, I, I don't understand, like, I, every single one of their women is described exactly the same, and it's like, it like, and we can call them characters, especially when you get into, like, um, like American Idiot and 21st Century Breakdown, which are both rock operas that are designed to be musicals, kind of. But the fact that you can pull Last of the American Girls and put it into the American Idiot um, play, which I believe they did, the Broadway American Idiot play, um, the fact that you can do that kind of tells a problem. Because these are, these are two distinctly different stories uh, that you have with... Um, 20th Century Breakdown, an American Idiot, yet the character's identical. And and even so, the characters are Christian and, um, and, and the main character of, uh, what's it called, of, um, uh, American Idiot, both, um, are kind of the same, too. It's like, it, it, it just kind of feels weird. It's like, you, you know, you, you have, you, there's one archetype of woman that they write music about, and it's like, yeah, like, a lot of artists do that, but like, with them, it's, they've been doing the same thing for, like, almost 30 years at this point. Actually, over 30 years, because I started in the late 80s, and once in 89 was when, um, 10,000 Smooth Ass Slappy Hours came out. Um, so, like, they've been doing this for over 30 years, and it's like, you haven't evolved how you view women at all in those 30 years, like, come on now. Like, that's, it's just, it's just kind of weird. And it, I don't know, I, I feel like they, like... Like, like, listen to, in a row, she, Maria, um, Last of the American Girls, and, uh, She's a Rebel, um, and, and listen to them straight through, and then listen to, um, what was that final one? I guess, Sugar Youth, which I think is about a guy, um, not about, not about a girl, it's about a guy who... I guess the writer, I think it was Billy Joe who wrote it, but could identify with, um, 
I feel like that was a, like, it just feels kind of strange. I'm sorry. It really does. It's like, you know, we do, like, like it, it, it sounds the same. It sounds like you're describing the same thing. And it's like, but at the same time, it's like, it's not ripping off American Idiot. But American Idiot, and I'm sorry, it's not ripping off She's a Rebel. But at the same time, all of their music is ripping off all of their music. Um, what was that? Maria even, like, lost control. I think it was off of Uno. Um, sounds like um, Maria. And it's like a lot of their music kind of sounds alike. It even has similar beats and similar hooks and similar, like, because they, they don't really reinvent themselves too often. And now they've reached a point where it's like, okay, we're going to try and reach out to newer fans because we can't have the same, you know, fans each time, but we're still going to jump in and do this, and I don't even know how rapid the Green Bay fan, uh, Green Day fan base is at this point, um, because, like, I still listen to their new stuff if I get a whole, like, if I listen, if I hear it, like, I was at FYE when I picked up Revolution Radio because I saw it, and I was like, oh, cool, Green Day has a new album, um, I listened to Uno, Dos, and Trey for a similar reason, I was like, I was like, oh, cool, new albums, awesome, like, 2009, when 21st Century Breakdown came out, I was genuinely hyped because I was in high school. I I was actually a freshman in high school, and it's like one of the formative albums for Green Day for, for me was American Idiot. Um, it's like American Idiot, and then like all Amer- and Move Along, I think was the album. Um, from all American Rejects, I really liked, and it's like a Real World was the next one after that. But like that really formed my taste of music for a while was, you know, that. So, like, 21st Century Breakdown came out, and I was like, I have to go and get this album. I ended up getting the album again at FYE back in 2009, and I I listened to it, and I kind of forced myself to like it a lot more than I did, because I was like, you know, I had backed my entire personality against this, so I was like, well, fuck, now I have to like this. I, I can't, like, you know, I can't be like, well, this, this sucks, and it's like, I wouldn't say, even now, looking back on that album, I wouldn't say the album sucks, but I would say it's definitely not great. Like, if it comes on, there are certain songs that'll come on on my, on, on my, uh, my Amazon Music, and it's like, I will not, like, most of them I'll skip, but, like, there are a few songs on that album that I won't skip, and it's like, it, it came off, I remember thinking at the time, it's like, it's trying too hard to do what American Idiot did, um, and it's like, it feels like it's, like, American Idiot felt like there's a story, but the story was kind of subtext, but, like, this felt like it was overt, um, the story of Christian and Gloria, and it's like, I don't know, I I didn't like it as much by a long shot, um, so, I don't know, um, all their female characters all kind of feel the same to me, um, because it's all kind of cut from the same brooding cloth that probably has pastel pink hair, um, and smoke cigarettes copiously. Um, if I were to venture a guess based on the way that the characters are described in these, uh, in these songs. Um, and, I don't know. Um, so, we'll wrap up there for today. Um, if you haven't checked out Father of All Time yet, or, I wouldn't say check out Father of All Time or Revolution Radio. If you were a Green Day fan at any point in the past, Uno, Dos, and Trey aren't terrible. I would say that a combination of the three, like, if they went through and they were like, okay, here are the best songs off of it, um, listen to these, and just ignore the rest, 
I feel like that would have been a stronger album instead of here's 45 songs that came up with Go Nuts and then it's like you listen to all of them it's like then there's Nightlife which is just kind of weird like Lady Cobra isn't great but like um, 99 Revolutions is not bad I like um, like most of Uno actually I really like most of Uno is really good and then the other ones kind of are diminishing returns as the number gets closer and closer to um, what's it called as the number gets closer and closer to three um, but I, I, I don't know. Um, I feel like the, uh, definitely, I would definitely check out Uno, and then if you like Uno, then continue on down the line. Um, but I would just, I would skip Revolution Radio. And, you know, I give Ready Fire Aim and, uh, Father of All, um, shit for sounding alike, but they're not terrible songs. I mean... Maybe check them out if you if you liked Green Day in the past, but I wouldn't go nuts. Um, so we'll be back with more uh, as it happens. So until then, have a great rest of your week.